Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Yes, it is. And we can maybe officially be the first people to welcome you to the middle of your week. Good morning. You've done it, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. Let's start with 6 o'clock, club. This is anybody in Maryland that's awake first thing in the morning. We just want to shout you out, say hello, see what's going on, any good news you want to share. I think it's just hopefully cool to hear your name on the radio. I don't care how old you get. There's still something like, Jess, I'd be eight years old calling into Star 94 in Atlanta because all I wanted to do was hear my name on the radio. Yeah. Now here I am being able to give that service back to you. So text us. We just want to shout you out and say good morning. 410-583-1065. Who's up? Veronica, good morning. John in Middle River is here. Magic Mike in Pasadena. Good morning to Cindy in Westminster. John the Annapolis locator. Beautiful Beverly. Christine Drew from Precise Performance. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, checking in. Good morning to Kathy in Parkville. Francesca the nurse. Terrence. BTSZ checking in. Clever Kevin is here. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Uh, Mama McJam. Hope Adope is here. Good morning. Terry, Awesome Amy. Maddie and Jen. Miss Denise driving for bus 558 for Harper Tech. And Carla Eden. Happy Wednesday. Everybody's up today. 410-583-1065. And I know you're not counting or anything, but how many days of school are left? Because I know that like, oh, yeah. you are the home stretch now. Probably less than a month for most of you guys. All right, would you rather Wednesday? I got a good one today. This one's tough. So, simplistic. I'm going to give you two scenarios. Both of them kind of unfortunate. But in these two circumstances, which one would you rather? Okay. So, before we start, I need you to think of the person that you hate the most. And if you're like, well, I don't hate anybody, okay. The person you dislike the most, okay. So get that. Just somebody you wouldn't want to spend all day with. <laughs> yeah. Get that, but like the, the person. Mm-hmm. Like in the whole world, whoever that person is, it just came to mind. That's the person we're talking about. Okay. Now, with that person in mind, would you rather marry them or let him or her marry the friend you love the most? Would you rather marry the person you hate the most or would you rather let him or her marry the friend that you love the most? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 410-583-1065. Jess? My answer is they can marry my friend because I can leave their house. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I can, I, I will be in control of like being with that person in doses versus always having them in my house. But I think that it comes down to more of like a... 
moral responsibility, right? Like, I'm sure we've all had friends that, like, you just don't like the person they're marrying. Or you know something icky about that person. And you're yeah. like, oh, God, I hate to see my friend. Or maybe even worse, maybe you've had a situation with a friend who's married to somebody that's just a bad person. Their situation is really bad. And like, you feel that pain for them. So you have to feel that forever. Like you'd always have to like feel bad for that person. So you're saying I'm I'm willing to take that on. Yeah, because a lot of people are already in that position in their lives and like you have to do what you can as a supportive friend. You can't control nobody, you know what I mean? And you also have to have the ability to like separate that that situation from yourself. And so I think a lot of people are already in this situation to be honest. No, I'm not doing it. I'll marry the person. I'll tell you why. Because, like, after you're married for a while, it's not like you don't really talk that much anyway. I feel like... Ooh, I feel okay. like... I think your perception of marriage is a little different than I, what it should be, my guy. I feel like there's a... there's a you, You'd have to deal with them for, like, three years. And after that, y'all could just cohabitate. And then, other than, like, having your poor friend call you all the time, like, oh, my God, I'm in such a bad situation. Yeah. Like, this is so unfortunate. How am I going to get out of this? Versus, like, hey, I can marry you. I can manage it. I'll figure it out one way or another. So, I'll take it on. So, which one would you rather? Would you rather be married to the person that you hate the most? Or would you rather let him or her marry the person that you love the most? And you've got to kind of like watch it all go down. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. Baltimore icon John Waters will receive an honorary doctor of humane letters from the University of Baltimore uh, during the commencement ceremony at the Lyric on May 24th. Waters was recommended for his honor by a committee of the faculty in recognition of his constant support for free artistic expression and his focus on the rich diversity of Baltimore City. He will be the only person receiving an honorary degree from the University of Baltimore That's this cool. year. Also well-deserved, right? Yes. Number two. A new survey revealed that 77% of coffee drinkers in Maryland need two or more cups of coffee to actually feel productive at work. 24% of Marylanders say Mondays are the day they need the most coffee. And Maryland employees who leave to buy a coffee at a nearby cafe during the workday spend an average of 50 hours a year going on a coffee run. I believe it, too. So do I. So how many cups of coffee do you think you drink um, in, like throughout the day? Probably, like... One and a half to two. And I say one and a half because I rarely ever finish my drinks. It's a problem. But yeah. I'd say no more than two. Man, it gets so bad for me. I don't I don't drink caffeine anymore because I just I, I, I'm like I'm all or nothing kind of person. Like yeah. I'm either drinking no caffeine or I'm drinking all the caffeine. Yeah. Literally when I started doing morning shows, I would have to drink one cup of coffee per hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's four that's four cups within four hours. Okay. Yeah. So I was just like Burr! then I would go home, take a nap, wake up, and I'd probably drink like, I don't know, three or four sodas in the afternoon. Dude, I feel that when I was in school, I would have coffee in the morning when I was doing the morning show. Yeah. I'd have another coffee in the middle of the day. I'd have a coffee before my first class. And then if I had to work after at my, at like the restaurant, I'd have like maybe like two then. That's crazy. Oh, man. How, who in the six o'clock club drinks the most coffee throughout the day? You want to text us? If you feel like you drink a lot of coffee, you want to text us and tell us how many cups that is. They're saying two. Is what they say you should, you know, what the, no, the two, average person the does. The average person says you need at least at two least at two. work to feel productive. Okay, how many? But how many you drink? 410-583-1065. Number one. ABC is expanding its Bachelor franchise by launching a spinoff show for senior citizens. 
called The Golden Bachelor. The new dating series will cater to adults over the age of 60 who are looking for love and a second chance of finding a partner to, quote, spend their sunset years with. The idea for an older Bachelor show has actually been in the works for quite some time. ABC originally had the first casting call back in 2020, but the show obviously got put on hold due to the pandemic. There's no other details on the show yet, but it's set to be released this fall. How we feel about it? Do we feel like it's a stretch or we feel like it's going to be good? I'm like if the idea is cute, this, right? No, this potentially could be the cutest thing on the planet. Could be, yeah. It also could be extremely boring because I don't know like, the reason That's you the watch power of editing, baby. But the reason you watch The Bachelor though is because you've got these like twenty-year-olds, like these twenty-two-year-olds, that are just kind of like messy in life already. But that's if you want the mess. I feel like there's going to be a different audience who wants the feel-good. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I haven't watched The Bachelor in a long time. I want to see this. I, I think this is going to be really, really you sweet. You say that. And in theory, I think you'd want to watch like a one hour. It depends how long it's going to go on and et cetera, et cetera. I just don't know. I, I just know, think man. That- I can't even watch White Lotus. It gives me like back pain <laughs> before I go to bed. Like I can't watch scary or emotional or messy things right now. So this is right up my alley. Yeah. This is Jess. And that was your top three. I got to tell you, I don't believe this text. And I don't even know that we could even get a phone call that could validate this kind of story. And it all started because we're talking about this this new show coming on ABC called The Golden Bachelor. Do you want to explain what the show is all about? Yeah, so The Bachelor franchise is doing a spinoff of a new dating show and it's basically going to be The Bachelor but for senior citizens. So uh, they're casting adults that are over the age of 60. So what I said was, I don't I don't think the show's going to be very good because what you like about The Bachelor is like all the the drama and the sex and all the stuff that like young 20-year-olds do. And that's kind of what keeps you glued to that show. Once you get to the age of 60, you don't like have that anymore, right? Like all that kind of goes out the window. So like what's this show going to be about? Like well-behaved People, you know, grandparents. I will say this. So I, I, I really want to see this show. I think it's going to be really sweet. But I feel like on the other, on the flip side of that, what my favorite thing about old people is that they don't care. Like, they're going to tell you how they feel, what they feel. I feel like eliminations are going to be more brutal on this show than the regular Bachelor because I, there's so much fluff and it takes so long for contestants to actually like say how they feel about somebody where I where I, I feel like the senior citizens are going to be like, yeah, I'm not uh, not down for it. So I, I, I give my, my feelings on this show and we get a text from badass trucker Brittany. Mm-hmm. And Brittany says this, and we need somebody to validate this this morning. She said, senior Bachelor is going to be more entertaining than you think. You must have never been in a retirement home. They get a little bit crazy or, or, and are actually sexually active. I've heard that. And I'm like, I've heard Wait, that they get down. What? Yeah. Like, at over 60? Have like, you not heard that? I, I Okay, the only experience that I have with people like, like senior citizens is like my own grandmother, right? Mm-hmm. And my grandmother lived in a retirement home and... But like there was no drama. Why, with, why would you know about the tea that's going just, on with your grandma, though? I just don't like. There was never a story. It was just all these old people, and they were all living in harmony, and nothing ever went bad. So that's kind of what I'm picturing this this happening. Uh-huh. It's just older people minding their own business. But now this has got me curious, and I don't think we're going to be able to get a phone call on this. But we're tr- we'll try. Our phone number is 410-583-1065. Is there anybody listening right now? That knows of what we'll call golden drama, 
Okay? I'm talking about a senior citizen. Because maybe this could have been your grandparent. This could be somebody that maybe you worked in a retirement home. Yeah. And like you know for a fact some type of scandalous story about a senior citizen. I just I just don't think it's going to be like a thing. Yeah, I've and I don't know. I've I've heard this be mentioned multiple times, but I've never spoken to someone that actually has worked in a retirement home. So yeah. I feel like we need to get that confirmation. Do you know of a story? And we'll try this. 410-583-1065. We don't get a call. We'll move on. Because the Golden Bachelor show is coming on. It sounds like it might be kind of boring. I don't think old people have any kind of drama like that. Do you have any kind of golden drama for real? We're talking about like 60, 65 plus of a real story that went down that was like scandalous. This is a text from Sam we just got. He says, I worked at an assisted living facility through high school and college, and it was like watching a soap opera every day. There were clicks, <laughs> cheating. Um, we had cocktail hour every Friday, and you could you could just set up there and see fights and uh, date sabotage going on. Wow. I think this show is going to be amazing. Seriously? I, I did not expect that. 410-583-1065. Uh, this is Claudia from uh, the Eastern Shore Online, too. Claudia, good morning. Good morning. Do you know of some type of golden drama? We're talking about senior citizen drama, for real. Well, I guess I kind of fall this senior citizen category. Yes. I tell you that we party like there's no tomorrow. Party? Yeah. I just had a party at my house Saturday, and we had about 35 people. And there was a lot of drama. What, what was the most dramatic thing that went down at, at your at your 60-plus party? Mm-hmm. Well, not this party, but the last party, we had a giant water slide. And myself went up the water slide with drink in hand and came down without spilling my drink, not one drop of it. Wow. <laughs> okay, Claudia. Okay. I'm impressed. That's how the East Shore gets down. I'm impressed by that. I didn't even get my hair wet. I, I Listen. <laughs> Claudia, this 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 is getting me more excited because that sounds like something that a twenty year old person on The Bachelor might do. Okay, we're talking about this this show, The Golden Bachelor, that's coming out. They're going to cast all sixty plus, and I'm like, do people really over the age of sixty have any kind of like drama or scandal going on? Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Kate from Glen Burnie. Good morning. Hi. Do you have some kind of golden drama that you know of? <laughs> oh my God, do I? What? What? Tell us. <laughs> Well, I've worked in several nursing homes, like different states across the country. Perfect. Okay. And every single one of them, there is serious sexual drama going on. Like what? Like what is happening? How? Oh, yeah. In fact, one of the nursing homes I worked in, (laughs) the little old ladies would knock on the little gentleman's door and set up dates for later on. (laughs) Really? Wait, and when we say, yeah. Wait, we have, you know what I'm talking about. Wow, yeah, like that, that, uh, so it's like Tinder, and they would wait life. until the nurses would go into a sleep, uh-huh. or you know, during the middle of the night, and they would sneak through the halls, <gasps> go into the other men's room. This is scandalous. It. Okay, I've always heard this, but I never heard it from someone who actually worked in nursing homes. So the fact that oh, this yeah. is true, like I feel like oh, yeah. the Bachelor. Yeah, the Golden is Bachelor. About to be lit. Does that sound? Does that sound like wild to you? Then oh, no, I, I'm totally all for it. Yeah. I, I want to see what happens. This has got me excited now. I, I love that story. Yeah, wouldn't that be exciting? Oh, yeah, they were like going in between sure. their rooms and oh, like yeah. I, drama. I can tell you. I, I love it. Thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Hello, Teresa. Good morning. Good morning. Do you have I some? Just wanna... Yeah. 
ahead. I just want to say that is the most dramatic age group ever where I live. I've seen more altercations in bars. I've seen cheating. I've seen it everything. And uh, the uh, retirement homes have the highest sexually transmitted diseases that you could rate of them. It's well, crazy. What do you think, out of all the stuff that you've seen, the drama you've seen with senior citizens, what's the most dramatic thing that you think that this this could be an episode of The Bachelor for sure? Definitely with the females. What happens? Uh, well, I've had a I've had a drink thrown in my face <gasps> because because the uh, female didn't think it was fair that I had a guy and she didn't. <laughs> and I'm 25 years younger. What? what are you talking about? Are you kidding me? That's super drama. No. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen. I um, matter of fact, maybe like six weeks ago, there was a lady that got hit with a beer bottle by another lady. I mean, it's crazy. Like and that age group is just so dramatic. Well, they're all senior citizens. They're all over the age of 60. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Wild. I had no idea. Let me read you a text in the 443. It says, my senior citizen dad made the moves in the hot tub on a married woman at a family friend's party. The drama went down that night. The woman is now my new stepmom. Okay, oh so. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that is kind of entertaining. 410-583-1065. Uh, this is Courtney from Millersville on one. Hello, Courtney. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning. Do you have some golden drama for us? Some type of dramatic situation with a senior citizen? So my grandfather was married for 50 years. When his wife passed in his little retirement community, he had multiple, multiple girlfriends. And the, finally, he, he remarried like two or three times. Oh. <laughs> his last wife told me that all the women in the community were fighting over him. <laughs> Just remember, people in their 60s, 70s, they have no filter. Yeah. They're just like 20-year-olds, but they're more static. I, okay. Yeah. I, I, I think that, think think that too. I think that, too. Like, the older the older you get, it's like, like why would I hold myself back? <laughs> right. I've been holding myself back for the last 30 years. Why would I, why would I continue to do that? We're going to take a second and just get serious. And I promise we'll get back to all the fun and all the goofiness in just a couple of minutes. I don't know why these texts are hitting me so hard today. Like, I feel like I'm getting emotional over this. We were talking a couple of minutes ago, I asked the question, you know, nowadays, do kids have to do active shooting drills at school? Uh, because, you know, growing up, I, I grew up in Georgia, and so we had two types of drills we'd have to do throughout the year. There was the fire drill, and there was the tornado drill. And that was like the only thing that as a kid I really had to worry about. It seemed, quote unquote, scary at the time with like those two things happening while I'm at school, right? And the reason why we're talking about this is just so everyone's aware there's actually going to be an active shooter drill on Saturday in Aberdeen. Um, the training will take place at Upper Chesapeake Medical Center and also residents around uh, Ripken Stadium. Just be aware that that's going to be happening from 7.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturday. We're getting so many texts this morning from parents and students to say that, yeah, it's pretty much a normal thing now to do at school. And again, I don't have kids. Uh, so, and most of my kids don't have, most of my, that most of my friends that have kids are like the little, little ones, you know? So I don't really know if this is like normal. Like just for example, your niece, Abby, that we bring on the show, she's 11. Mm -hmm. Do you know that if she is doing this kind of stuff when it comes to school and I've how honestly, does that make you feel? I've honestly never asked her. Um, so it's not a conversation that we've had, but I I would feel safer if she did. You would I, like that. I would I would I would prefer and I hope that they're prepared for that because as devastating as it is, it's something that we have to be prepared for and I would rather 
my nieces know what's going on and and know what to do in that type of situation than not. Got a text from the 410. It said, we literally had one of these drills at my school today. It's called a reverse evacuation drill, a dismissal where they dismiss the kids and then they say that there's danger outside and bring everybody, even parents, back inside, back in the building for safety. This is the text, though, that just got me, man. Uh, This says, uh, I won't say her name, but she's a kid, and she said, yes, we do have active shooting drills, and they don't tell you if there's a real shooter or not, and the principal walks uh, walks down the hall, so all of us are really scared. I am 10, 10 years old. I don't know why it's hitting me. Now, again, because I'm kind of seeing it from, from both sides. It's really good, right? Like it's it, I better better safe than than to not be prepared, I guess, in situations like this, right? Yeah. But I guess it just makes me sad that in today's age, that's something that kids even got to think about. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's. But maybe that that is just the the new reality. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kid jokes. And on the surface, I know this, the premise sounds easy, right? Like, what is kid jokes, Jess? So kids from all over the state of Maryland, honestly, all over the DMV, take over our show and tell us their best and funniest joke, and then we do our best to try and solve them. But this is actually the most difficult thing that we do on the show. We are not good at this. this These are not your classic, why did the chicken cross the road jokes, okay? This is very, very difficult. Why do you sound traumatized right now? Because it's hard. You all right? You ready for, are you emotionally ready for kid jokes this week? No, because there no, there's no way that you can be. It's like harder than doing your taxes, I swear. I don't even know why. It's very stressful, okay? So see how you can do in this week's round if you're an adult. Now, if you're a kid, we want you to be a part of this. Let me give you our Kid Joke hotline. That number, 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. I want you to call us, leave us a message with your best joke, and then we are going to try to solve it. 855-KID-JOKE. My name is Raylan. I'm seven years old, and I live in Glen Burnie. And my joke is... Two pickles fell out of a jar onto the floor. What did one say to the other? 
two pickles fell out two of a pickles. jar on the floor. What did the pickle say to the other? Would it be like, we're in a pickle? I was going to say, has to be, we're, we're in a pickle, right? Now, what's going to be, <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. That makes sense, right? Everyone yeah. listening right now is like, yes, that's probably the answer, but is it? Deal with it. Deal with it. Deal with it. That was good. That's impressive that at your age you would even understand that joke. That's I don't think I would understand what deal was at that age. Okay. 855 Kid Jokes. We are zero for one, by the way. Hi, my name is Remy. I am from Parkville, and I am seven. This is my joke. Why can't you let a Pokemon in the bathroom? Why can't you let a Pokemon in the bathroom? Okay, Pokemon. I gotta be honest. My Pokemon knowledge is very is very little. There's only one Pokemon I know of. Pikachu. And that's Pikachu. Which? Because he'll oh. he'll Pikachu. Oh no! I hope not. He'll Pikachu. Pe- he'll Pikachu? No, he would never. <laughs> Pikachu's the nicest. He would never do that. Why can't you let a Pokemon in the bathroom? No. I'm hoping at age seven that's not our answer. Uh, is it Pikachu? Because it might Pikachu. Oh, oh, okay. oh, no. He would never. Don't do that to him. Don't do that to Pikachu. 855. 855 no. kid joke. I am blind and I'm six years old and, uh, and I live in Forest Tale. And my joke is, what did the tree say to the other tree? Okay, Adeline, we hear you. What did the tree say to the other tree? Oh. Don't leave me. What did the tree say right? to the other tree? Brand- like, how's it hanging? Okay. That's what I'd say to a, you're to hanging, a tree friend. But why Why tree? Because there's what, like a bunch apples? of stuff that's hanging on you. Are there? Like branches and stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Or like when I, I immediately I'm thinking of like a willow tree, so it's kind of like wispy hanging in. So you're going with... How you hanging? That's, I'm what, going, that's what I would say to my tree friend. I, I'm going, I'll never leave you. Or leave me alone. Something with leafing, being leave. You're so funny, tree. You're so funny, tree. Just a complimentary tree. Just a nice combo okay. with your friend. 855, kid joke. Hi, my name is Hyper. I'm eight years old and I live in Villa. And my joke is, what did it mean when scientists found bones on the moon? Scientists finding bones on the moon? Why? What did it mean when scientists found bones on the moon? Moon. I'm hoping this is going to be light. It's going to be a good one. Um, Space. Bones. Cheese. Aliens. Cheese. <laughs> there's no, listen, there's no bad ideas Bone in brainstorming. Man. MTV. Uh, I think now you've gone too far. I don't know. I th- That's scary. I think we're scared to find out the answer. Okay, so why... What does it mean when scientists found bones on the moon? The The cow didn't make it. Oh, God. The cow didn't make it? What the (laughs) heck, you guys? Because the cow was trying to jump over the moon. No. Didn't make it. I really need to know if this is normal or when you hear this story, does this just creep you out and say, why in the world would you do this? We're going to call this next segment, Is It Normal or Is It Creepy? It's a fine line. It's a very fine line. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you found yourself in these situations before, too, where, like, you're, you're doing something, and it feels a little wrong or weird, but you're like, I wonder how most people handle this situation. Like, is what I'm doing right now, with the mass public in Maryland do the same thing, mm-hmm. or is this completely creepy? Okay. All right? Let me give you one recently, and I really do want your feedback on this. 
I found myself, the more that I travel, doing one particular thing. And while it might sound a little bit invasive, I can't help, but when I'm sitting next to someone on a plane to read their text messages... I'm shaking my head. You guys can't see me right now, but I just started shaking my like, head. I am so, and I'm, I'm not really a nosy person anywhere else. I'm not a person that's always like reading people's text messages like that, typically. But you are a nosy person. Man, I promise you, if we're sitting on an airplane, like I just got back in California last week, right? I'm sitting there, every person around me, I can tell you exactly what's happening in their lives because I've read every single one of their text messages. All right, so are you looking once or are you looking throughout the entire the flight? Whole, because I'm going to tell you I'm this right up. now. I'm, I'm keeping up with the conversation. I'm going to tell you right now, I feel like a glance, like a one, maybe like one glance, maybe just natural, like a, just a natural mm-hmm. reaction of looking at a phone. Mm-mm. But if you're literally reading this person's conversation, the stranger that's sitting next to you, you're a creep. <laughs> so... What I'll find myself doing is I'll kind of like, you know, you just like sit in your, your airplane seat, your head's kind of down, right? And what I'll do is I'll just find my eyes. If somebody's on their phone, not even that, like if they're, if they're like when people land, I'll look at the people like diagonally in front of me because I can see through the cracks of the chairs. You know, if someone's, I'm looking, seeing at what you, to if someone's looking at you doing this, you look so creepy with your <laughs> but, eyes all low and like looking to the side because you, I just looked I? at you seeing right, <laughs> looking at how it looks right now. That but, was, that made me uncomfortable. From the front. That made front. me uncomfortable. Nobody's looking at me from that no, angle. Someone, though. I swear to you, probably you the guy see. that's diagonal behind you can see what you're doing. Because yeah, you can. I was if you're watching diagonal, and the person is like kind of like to your upper left. They can totally see your little eyeballs moving left and right, reading. <laughs> that looks creepy, dude. Usually, this never pays off. There's never anything really exciting going on. This last flight no. from California, I had a guy sitting next to me who was in this massive fight with his girlfriend, and I watched <sighs> this fight go down for like an hour, y'all. Every like I don't know couple of minutes I would just look up and just kind of read the whole like conversation back messages. and forth and I asked a friend so I, when I got off the plane I was like I don't know if most people do that I don't know if like if you're stuck on an airplane this could also be for, like a bus situation anywhere where like you're seated next to somebody are you reading their text message conversations or are you completely ignoring them and she says she does the same thing what she'll do the same thing you? if she's on an airplane she'll sit there and she'll read the, the whole conversation of what's going on with the person sitting next to her. To you, that seems creepy. You're telling me if you're seeing somebody next to you. It seems creepy and it looks creepy. You look creepy. When I was looking at you right now doing it, and I can imagine seeing behind you and seeing your eyes all wiggling like that, do, you look weird. Do you, you look weird and you're making me feel uncomfortable right now. Who do you think most people will agree with this morning, me or you? Because I have a feeling if I do this and my friend that I casually brought it up with said that she does it and Just it's normal. Just because you and your friend want to be creepy together doesn't mean the state of Maryland is also full of creepazoids either. Let's let's do an informal poll here. What we want you to do is call us, okay? And just just your honest by hearing this conversation. Let's solve this once and for all. Looking at other people's text message conversations. When you're in transportation, we'll call it a, you could I'm calling it a plane, you can call it a bus, I guess. Is that normal? Are you doing that too? Or would you hear that? Are you like Jess? The whole time though. It's not the just whole like time. you're doing it the whole time. The whole time I'm staring at your conversation. It's weird. 410-583-1065. Morgan from Anne Arundel County. Does this sound normal or does it sound creepy to you? Like, Do you do the same thing? No, I don't do the same thing. And I, I don't like, yeah, it's creepy. Just tell Kramer why this is giving you the heebie-jeebies. 
Uh, because I don't want people looking at my conversation. And listen, so, like, sitting on the bus, yeah. Yo, no no one should be looking at my phone. Morgan, I, what would you do if you caught someone doing that to you in real time? Uh, probably look at them and then be like, uh, you want to tell me what I should say? Because I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me <laughs> that you've never, argument. you've never done that before ever? Like, where you just, you're just keeping up with somebody else's text message conversation? You're totally No, like you said, you glance at it. Yeah. You glance maybe a natural <sighs> look, but that's uh-huh. it. Yeah. I think you guys are going to be alone on this, but thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. 410-583-1065. I'm also going to be really shocked. If everybody's saying this is creepy. I have a text right here, Kramer. It's giving Joe you vibes. Oh, from very, Netflix? Very much so. Very much so. Um, that little eye thing you keep doing, it's very much you, you just vibes. It's just a slight glance. You can kind of see in the corner of your eye, like, what's going on, right? What's happening? Angie and Towson, good morning. Hi. You know, I said, when, if I'm on an airplane or transportation and somebody's on their cell phone next to me, I'm 100% reading that conversation of what's happening. I'm like, I don't even know why, but my, my eyes are instantly darting to your phone and I'm keeping up the whole flight. Does that sound normal to you or is that creepy? I would do the same thing. I mean, honestly, oh, what else is there to do you. when you're sitting there? And I, I do hair for a living. So you're sitting down and I'm you're sitting right underneath of my face. So... I can see everything you're saying, especially if you're talking about me or any anything. I can read it. Wait, okay. So, do you think? And I'll have I'll have you speak for all hairstylists uh, right now. Do you think that in the situation? Because I didn't really think about that one. It, do you think that most stylists are looking at their their clients' cell phone conversation while they're doing their hair? Yep, everybody I know. Everybody, Jessica. Oh, no. Everybody I know. I'm telling you. She I, said, what else am I supposed to do? Mind your business? Mind <laughs> your business? That is what well, the I'm two gonna, of you I'm are supposed to do. mind your business. <laughs> we'll, we'll mind your business, okay? <laughs> Hello, Renee. Renee, does this sound, sound normal to you or does it sound creepy? So, I have to say that I definitely have done that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, like back in the day... We relied on, like, actual conversations to be invested in. Yeah. But now, we have to find other ways to do that. I mean, recently I was on an airplane ride, and I was so upset because I couldn't hear what was going on behind me. Yeah. So, <laughs> I had to read the lady's text in front of me. Oh, Wait, no. you're saying because because you couldn't be nosy and listen to the people behind you, you then had to be nosy and just read the text message conversations that were happening around you? I mean, you have to do something to, you know, have time, right? No, y'all. <laughs> Why does that make me laugh? She's like, listen, we gotta be, we gotta get our nosiness out somehow. Like, maybe- can you guys turn down the air conditioning on the plane? Because it's kind of loud. I'm really trying to hear what's going on, could but you, like with seven fly, A and B behind me. Could you fly quieter, please, so I can get the, the latest tea from behind me? Okay, that's funny. The people, the people behind us were newlyweds and they were having like a full on argument and I was like, oh my gosh, be quiet because I can't hear I can't, can't keep up. And that's the same. Like, please, please put your cell phone in my direction so I can read what's happening. Like, don't. don't. So I had to like stop listening to them. So I started focusing on the person in front of me reading their text. Yeah. And anything good, by the way? Did we miss a good story? No, it really wasn't. <laughs> okay. If you thought destination weddings were already annoying before. I know you're about to roll your eyes when you hear about this new trend. If my dress doesn't fit, I'm not going to walk down the aisle. That's the end of it. You will not be in the wedding tomorrow at all. Just get me to the place. Let's get this over with. My hair is falling 
Flat. For everything weddings, it's the Bride to Be Report with Jess. It's, uh, it's Kramer and Jess on Mix 106.5. And as a bride to be myself, my fiance, Garage Boy, and I are getting married in 352 days. Wow. On Star Wars Day in 2024. It's going to be here uh, before we know it. I'm still pretty early in the wedding planning process. So, what yeah. I want to do with this is I want to bring you all the latest news in the wedding world. And I just saw this this morning. You can now literally get married in space. This is real. This is 100% real, okay? A high-altitude balloon company called Space Perspective is doing wedding packages. These space weddings are set to begin by the end of next year. This whole thing lasts about six six hours. But here's the thing. If you want to do this, you need to start thinking about that guest list right now because the capsule called Neptune only seats eight people plus the pilot. And you know this is not going to be cheap. How do you how, have have you looked at this mm-hmm. yet? How much do you think it costs per person to get them in, in, in this little <sighs> bubble that takes you to the edge of space? By the way, I'm it, it's like it's absurd. It's, yeah, it's I'd, I it's insane. Is it what costs more, your whole wedding budget or one passenger on these? <laughs> yeah, it's one bad. passenger. Yeah. for one person. So if you book all eight seats that you're allowed to have just on the eight people that you want to see you get married in space alone is going to cost you $1 million. (laughs) Okay. It sounds absurd. But I'm sure there's going to be no shortage of people doing this. Oh, 100%. Right? It already said on the article that, like, don't don't try to be the first one to get married in space because there's already a waiting list to be the first people to do it. There's people already. Because, like, I know, like, a million dollars sounds like a lot to us. But, like, y'all rich people are like, cool, write the check. Let's get it done. Space wedding. Okay, take out the price for a second. Would you like that? Does that sound like as a, as a bride to be? Does that sound like something you would want to do? No, because so the whole thing is only six hours. So technically, you're only actually in space to like get married and do whatever you want to do for two hours. Because the majority of the experience is getting up there and then coming back down. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I don't know about you, but I get like altitude sickness. True. There's no way to test that. That's right. You don't know until you, you get don't up there. know. You okay, don't know but, what's going to go on. But for you specifically. Think about the wedding photos. And um, the fact that I'm getting married literally on Star Wars Day. On Star Wars Day. You know. In space. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sitting here rolling my eyes, but, like, if you, okay, let's just say you had a million dollars. And you're, like, a diehard Star Wars fan. Let's say that your budget was one million dollars. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, you could go do whatever on Earth that you literally want to do for a million dollars. Yeah. Or go have a Star Wars Wedding, wedding in literally space. in the galaxy. Then would you choose it if like money was no option? Absolutely not. Still I not. have no desire to not be <laughs> okay. to be up in space. You know what I mean? I will. I'm glad. I will gladly purchase a green screen and Garage Boy and I can do lightsaber pictures on there. Okay. This is Jess, and that was your bride to be report. Now. now, these are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three <laughs> with Jess. Number three. With Preakness this weekend, the Pimlico Race Course is offering sunrise tours from now through this Friday, May 19th. The free tours will run from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. and registration will end on Thursday and Friday at 8.45. In partnership with Old Bay and THB, you'll also get to enjoy complimentary bagels uh, during your sunset tour. And you can actually register and just get more info at Preakness.com. 
Number two. Taco Bell wants to cancel the trademark Taco Tuesday. The trademark has actually been owned by Taco John's for the last 34 years. And Taco Bell argues that the phrase should be freely available to all who make, sell, and celebrate tacos. And that nobody should have the exclusive rights. They said it's like if only one restaurant could use the word brunch. Taco John's has 40 days to file a response to the petition, but it could take up to two years before there's a ruling. What is Taco John's? It's a, so I guess I've never heard of Taco John's, but it's, it's their rival. That's the point. Like, what, I'm trying to Google what Taco John's even is, but yeah, I guess it's like a. But the thing is, is Taco John's has actually gone after restaurants who have oh, tried to use, uh huh, who have tried to use Taco Tuesday. Yeah, I think Taco Bell makes a good point. I mean, that's kind of messed up. It is just like if someone restaurant was only allowed to use the word brunch. Yeah, I, and you know, Taco Tuesday's kind of become like a thing, a thing in the last, I'd say, 10 years or so. Totally. So, so what? I, I feel bad for Taco John's though too. They had it originally, and they maybe I don't know how big of a deal they make it or whatever. But but it's not just you though. Like literally, like Taco Tuesday is like everybody's thing, and it's not like it's, you created. You were the first people like. who started making tacos. But though. is it you just because we don't have a Taco John's anywhere near us? Like maybe if you're where Taco John's is around, maybe Taco Tuesday just means Taco John's. But do I feel like Taco? Like no, I, I don't mean, think LeBron any, James does like a Taco Tuesday thing on his Instagram. Like yeah, it's just such a universal thing. I don't think of any one particular plate. I just think of Taco. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Haley Bieber says the only reason she and her husband Justin Bieber have not started a family is because she is terrified of the criticism. In a recent interview, Haley expressed her desire to become a mother, but she has concerns about raising a child in the public eye. She has publicly faced scrutiny since marrying Justin since 2018 and wants to shield her future child from the harassment. And she said, quote, I want kids so bad, but I get scared. It's enough that people say things about me and my husband, but I can't imagine having to confront people saying things about a child. She hopes to have a supportive community to help raise their family, emphasizing the importance of love and safety for their future children, but they can just do the best they can. It has to be insanely tough. Like, just take yourself as a parent for a second and think about how hard it is just to raise a kid right now, just in general. And then add on all the media stuff, too. And especially of all people, not that she gets it really, really bad, but she's definitely, I mean, that family gets a lot of attention. It hasn't been easy. That entire relationship hasn't been easy. And she's only 26. Like, that's, that's hard. I think what really sucks, though, is, like, there's no way out. Yeah. Even if both of them were to say, you know what? We're done with the public eye. We're moving to some random remote area. And we're stopping music and whatever. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, once you're famous to the level that Justin Bieber especially is famous, you can't undo it. I just hope that they don't allow that to keep them from having a family because it's something that both of them have it's always tough, publicly though, talked about. It's tough. This is Jess, and that was your top three. There's a TikTok viral video today about a woman that uses air tags to track her kids now. Okay. So she has a two-year-old and a four-year-old. She's a mom in North Carolina. And she said she got this idea from another mom that was putting these tracking bracelets on her kids. And these bracelets like made this beeping sound and kind of like alerted the kids so she would kind of know where they are. So she got this idea. She's like, well, let me go get these Apple Air Tags. In case you don't know what that is, it's basically Apple's tracking device. They're these almost a little bit big, maybe uh, half dollar size or dollar sized um, coins uh, that Apple 
makes it, you can just put in basically whatever you want and uh-huh. your iPhone can track them, right? Okay. So Does she it make is, a noise or something like that? I, to be honest with you, I don't know if it makes a noise or not, but I know that you can easily then just pull up your, you know, find my iPhone feature and then find your different air tags. So you're like, okay, you my kid's locate. here. Mm-hmm. My kid's here. Now, as I'm reading through the comments of this TikTok video, people are not happy about this. Some people like this one is calling it sad. This other one person saying it's giving shot collar vibes to it as well. Uh, she says, listen, this is just a way for me to use technology to make sure that my kids are safe. And I don't know where you stand on that. Now, I don't have kids. Jess doesn't have kids. Mm-hmm. But does this feel like it's going too far if you're putting tracking devices, air tags, if you will, on your kids? Or do you feel like in 2023, this is kind of just the new norm? Because let's be honest. We track everything else. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Thoughts? So the the air tags, she put them in bracelets, and so they do make a beeping noise. And I think that's that's some other comments. They're like they, saying it's messed up when she makes the beeping noise, and then her girls come up, and they're like, you beeped, right? So some mm-hmm. people are like thinking that's messed up. Uh, there are times when, like, when I was in, like, a department store, my mom would whistle. And I, and whether she was like near me or not, like she would, cause she, she would like whistle, but it wouldn't be like this crazy whistle, but I knew it was her and I would like go find her. So the beeping noise like doesn't like, I think that's kind of like a common thing parents do. I, that doesn't bother me as far as like tracking. Why wouldn't you? I don't, I don't think that's an issue. I feel like just in case if something were to happen also, like if you're at an amusement park or something with your kids and you accidentally get kind of separated at like Disney world or something, I mean, just look on your phone and you can see where they are. I just think it's an extra layer of protection. I don't think she's trying to be like crazy. Like they're making her seem. I didn't know that it beeped. Okay. So now if it beeps, it can't, it can beep. Do we feel differently about that? Like if you parents, like, do you feel like. Would you put that on your kid to get their attention? You just hit this button and then they beep and the kids know to like come over to you? Or do you feel like that's even like too much? Because I get it for a tracking reason. I used to say, it's funny how my perspective changed. I remember back in the day, I used to give parents hell when they would use those kid leashes. And I think now as I get older, I kind of get that like, <laughs> you go and do whatever you got to do. Your I'm, kids are, I'm doing that if I ever take my kids to an amusement park. Your kid's wild. The kids just wild out sometimes. Well, I just want them to be attached to me. They just go, they, they run, they do things, people can snatch them, whatever. I get yeah. it. Like, I get it differently. At 40, I get it way different than I get it at 20, right? Yeah. But I'm thinking like, man, if you're just going to like beep your kid. <laughs> Dude, it's just it's like, like a, training a dog almost or no, something, you know? Not even like, let's say like if I, if I was like, like when I was younger, hanging out like my, uh, hanging out at my neighbor's house next door or something, if I had a bracelet and it beeped and I knew like around what time I had to go home and like my wrist started beeping and be like, I gotta go. Bye. It's the same thing as my mom would be like, I knew I had to go home when the light, when the lights on the streets turned on, I had to like go home kind of thing or like. So you think this is just like the updated version of that? Honestly. Yeah. To me, I feel, I mean, I get it. But I feel like it does feel a bit invasive. That's the TikTok parent drama today. Okay, if you're from Maryland, stand up. I mean, not, you know, actually stand up, but it just means like gather around the radio, if you will, for this next segment. We call this To Bay or Not To Bay. To Bay or Not To Bay. That is the Maryland question. It is arguably the best time of year to live in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say? Totally. It's starting to get warm out, a lot of stuff going on, mm-hmm. a lot of big events. But like always, doesn't matter what the weather is, we've always got that one tried and true thing for the state. It's called Old Bay. Now, 
got to be honest. Didn't really know what Old Bay was a couple of years ago. Didn't live in Maryland. Had no clue. Got here and we were like, what? It's crazy. The rest of the country does not know about Old Bay. Doesn't know what's going on. And the first thing that everybody told us when we got here was, one, have you tried Old Bay? And two, you can put it on anything. So this segment has turned into a taste test situation where we put Old Bay on things that you typically would not put Old Bay on and tell you if it's to Bay or not to Bay. And what are we doing this week? So in honor of Preakness this weekend, Duncan actually brought back their Black Eyed Susan donut. And we want to try that for you guys. One, if you haven't had it yet and you only have until the 23rd to get it. And then we also want to see, will it be better with Old Bay? I was skeptical, too, of like what the Black Eyed Susan donut was going to look like. It's cute. It's so cute. They did a good job with it. It's like it's like a donut. So you can picture it. It's like it's like a yellow. It's a donut, like a, a glazed donut. With yes, it has yellow, yellow icing frosting. and then chocolate sprinkles. And then it also has one of their glazed chocolate munchkins inside. So you're basically getting two for one right now. Yo, I love that. Okay, so you want to take just a bite? I mean, it's, it's going to be just your classic donut, yeah. obviously. I don't think it can taste any different than a typical Dunkin' it's, Donut. It's the bomb. Okay, so if we were to put Old Bay mm-hmm. onto this Black Eyed Susan Special Limited Edition donut. Dunkin' Donut. How do I do this? Is that going to fall off? I think... Yeah. Do I like... I think you, know you know just got to go right on top of it. Just, okay. like, just like you would if it was crabs. Okay. Like... And then we're going to try it with Old Bay. I'm like, is it better? My, my hopes are not high this week. I got to get the donut and the munchkin, guys. I have to get the that whole thing. That is a giant thing. bite you're going to do then. Okay. You're not going to fit that all in your mouth. It's not possible. Maybe I'll just like do this first. Actually, no, no, no. Try. No, no. Okay, I want to see you try. Ready? <laughs> so we're going to do like, we're going to do half and half so I can get all the flavors okay. together. So there you go. So this is now the donut with the Old Bay on it. Is it to Bay or not to Bay? That's actually pretty good. I don't know if I believe you right now. I feel like your brain's still processing all the flavors put in together right now. So, it is insanely sweet. So, you have the chocolate donut, right? And then the regular donut with the frosting on top and the chocolate sprinkles. Adding that Old Bay is actually really good because Old Bay on chocolate is yummy. Kind of breaks it down? I think I'm kind of like taken back that it works, but it totally works. Okay. Well, the question is at the end of the segment, you know, is it when it comes to this limited edition Dunkin' mm-hmm. Black Eyed Susan Donut, is it to bay or not to bay? It's totally to bay. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 1065 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 